if it was you or you knew anybody that was expecting J. Cole to drop a project on January 28th, his birthday, I'm happy the disappointment came. No project was dropped. Y'all were tweaking and reaching with these clues and theories that would have pushed an album out. But this isn't about J. Cole. Let's bring the spotlight back to Benny the Butcher featuring J. Cole. Produced by the alchemist himself, Johnny P's caddy. By the way, we need to have Benny the Butcher, J. Cole, and the alchemist in that title when it comes to this track. I'm not a hardcore alchemist fan, but I just, if I, I don't want to have to search for the production to find out, oh, it was the alchemist. Um, I know, bit of a tangent off the rip. But with that, the song is actually sampling Dexter Wenzel's theme from the planets. Um, sorry if I butchered his last name. If you haven't checked it out and you want to see how Alchemist flipped the track, go right ahead. That's an enjoyable experience. When I've heard the song, I'm like, this has this vintage feel to it. And it reminds me of, yep, there we go. It was produced by the Alchemist. Of course it was. And with that, whether you're listening to it now, you didn't know that before, hey, Pause the video, go back, listen to the sample, listen to the song, come back over here. But the the overall feel of the track is boastful and calm. This isn't going to get your heart racing. You're not going to speed down the hallway, hallway, the highway listening to this. But it's, it's definitely a nice tune, whether you're sparking up and just having a casual time. Excellent background music and great attentive to... Uh, great attention to the lyricism. Now, this isn't going to break your ear. It's going to ca- uh, cause you to pause anything and be like, whoa, that right there might just have been bar of the year. But it's enough to you know, capture the imagination. And Benny starting off, by the way, anytime I see Sopranos, any Soprano reference, if I had a rating system, it's a nine out of 10. I want you guys to understand that. But again, Benny the Butcher starts off reflective on his story from rags to riches about how I mastered the physics. Simple, simple rhymes right there. But basically has come up trapping, dealing with all the hardships he's had to do. And it isn't, uh, you know, super technical and in-depth where you're going down memory lane and you're having a whole movie panned out. You know, with coasting the beat, reminiscing on it and seeing the position that he is today keeps the flow nice. Um, A track that stood out for me, not because it was um, something that this is first of the year worthy, but in the game, I used to train rock. I used to train like Rocky catching chickens. I was like, all right, that caught my ear. Now I've never watched a Rocky movie, but I enjoy running after chickens. So I just sort of got that imagery of me chasing after chickens. And the fact that I've never watched a Rocky movie to be like, okay, my ears caught on to that. Do whatever you want with that information. I'm just giving you my experience. But again, and the fact that I mentioned imagery and, you know, to the music videos a bit, it gives off a reflective, introspective vibe, you could say. And he even says it himself. One thing that he's accomplished and people will recognize him for is my ability to turn to turn words to imagery. Probably the reason they go remember me. Yeah, best believe that, you know, real, real rap fans, people that love hip hop, they're going to remember you. They understand Grisilda right now. And I'm saying that because, you know, there's this feeling, even though it's boastful, that Benny still feels he might be underrated. I don't even like to use the term underrated, but whether it's himself or Grisilda doesn't have the, the respect they rightfully deserve. And again, this is conflicting because where where are you expecting the respect? If it's from the social media blogs and sites, the complexes, you want them front headlines, you know they're not going to do it. Especially if you're an artist that isn't directly signed to a major label getting paid pennies. 
They don't want to promote you. They don't want to promote the independent route. That's understandable. And, you know, towards um, the end verses of his verse, the end verses of his verse. Wow. Take that how you will. Um, again, he talks about Grisilda, that he is definitely a crucial and valid part of the group. I don't think nobody ever questioned that, um, himself included. But hey, we got to have some bars in here, right? And just, you know, the obstacles they all collectively had to go through. And then for, I guess, the people that feel their success was by them helping the group out. I don't know. As I replayed this song a couple of times, I'm just trying to think of any conflict Benny has had specifically with any group management labels. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to just take these lyrics for what they are. Then we got Cole. We got J. Cole back from folding clothes to saying he's the best rapper alive. This is everything we've needed. I'm happy he's um, he's still on the same wavelength that he did when um, he finished the offseason last year. Please, I didn't want him to go back to folding clothes or nothing like that. He's still aggressive. And a callback to Benny the Butcher's verse on you know the ability to turn words to imagery. That's that the best way to summarize this J. Cole's whole entire portion on this track. You know, sort of giving this um, grand imagery going through my head on how he was born the night it was raining there was a thunderstorm there was light striking power artist sparks was flying i'm able to just you know sort of see what a j cole being born no 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 that came out terrible not <laughs> him being born to this world as a baby but just sort of i don't know i guess envisioning a storm hospital lights going out am i just being too imaginative Yes, yes, I am. Uh, but with that, it is a callback for the third verse where he says the real ones here, the young boy that walks, that walk with lions. Lions being a callback to his Simba singles. I think the trilogy of Simba tracks, we understand the lion references and comparisons that J. Cole has compared himself to and that we understand throughout, you know, the entirety of his career. Ironically enough, like I said in the beginning of this video, the track dropping on his birthday and his verse referencing his birthday himself. It's just some um, great planning from J. Cole. Great. Um, what's what's the word? Yeah, just great callback on his end. You know, I feel there's a bit of lore in here. I could definitely listen to this and be like, you know, connect the dots over here, connect the dots over there. And this is I'll get to it um, towards the end. But of course, calling out the fakeness in the industry, the people that are getting gassed up and they ain't no shooter. They ain't no killers. You know, this, this tangent, he, he comes off not too teacher-like, not too therapeutic with it in a way where, you know, he's sending shots. He, he's shooting a couple bullets, shooting a couple bullets to the game. But the part that is a bit, that's a bit off is whenever he says he's bringing, he's reviving the game. Of course, I'm trying to revive a sports that's dying. This is something to the day I drop in the grave. Rap has never been in a state to me that it's been dying. Are there evolutions? Are there sonic levels to where you're not going to emphasize lyricism over production? Yes, we've seen it firsthand. I'm on the younger side, 23. Maybe a 40-year-old will have a different perspective completely, but I acknowledge the change. I embrace the new artists. And we still... It, listen... If J. Cole's still rapping, the rap game ain't dying. 
I don't even want to say Kendrick because this man ain't dropping like five years. But if J. Cole's still rapping, especially at the caliber he's been this past year and a half, how can rap ever be dead? Before I start going off and listing Freddie Gibbs, Grisilda in its entirety, the fact that you you have you're on a song with Benny the Butcher and you're speaking about having to revive the rap game. It just feels dated, man. This feels dated. This gives me the same vibes whenever um Joey Badass dropped the light pack and he's already emphasizing how this is mumble rap extermination. Let's get a move with it. Come on, this is in the past. It's too late for this. But going on from there, the religious, religious callbacks. I'm probably gonna go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature. By the way, is your feature priceless? Is your feature not involving Jesus for any other reason? How much is a fe- is a J. Cole feature? Besides the breakdown we did for that one verse, but Jesus can't afford it. Again, I'm going too deep with this. But I'm bragging about all the money he has. Again, this track is boastful. It's reflective. It's calming. We get some jabs. And it's just an overall good vibe. And I think the key part here, on God, the best rapper alive. I fucking love to hear that. I mean, at this point, Cole, the way you're going, you could, you could, you could go with the best rapper of the year. I'm not going to turn this into a debate on where he is on top five. My Rushmore is another that bullshit. But from folding clothes to the best rapper alive, I'm buying your album. I'm buying a, a vinyl copy right now just from hearing that verse. And that's it. That would sort of be my breakdown, my thoughts. Again, these are a bit more raw. I don't want to give you a concise two paragraphs about their whole entire history, how they met up, so on and so forth. Just how I usually talk in real life. Now, with this, this is credit to everybody that works with J. Cole. Again, I don't want to use the internet as a standard to, you know, an artist's position, especially in hip-hop, especially how there's so a uh, large amount of just ridiculous opinions and statements that fall on, fall on no solid foundation. But for him to give J. Cole his flowers, and, and I'll, I'll quote this, I believe it was, he was interviewed by Rolling Stone, but just for this specific track. Uh, track. Any rapper will tell you when you're working with someone like Cole, it's like a match of wits. You got to go crazy because you know he is. Iron sharpens irons. You want, it, you want it to be an environment where someone has the presence to push you. With that, I'm definitely spinning this every day. Nonstop, no. But at least once a day, whatever I'm listening to, if I'm not listening to music, I play this song and I just live a happy, enjoyable life right afterwards. This is it for this breakdown review, however I'm shaping it to be. And I'm out. Drink some water. Take care.